The Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association has submitted a drought survival proposal to the provincial and federal government. Glenda Lee Allen Vosser caught up to the group's president, Kelsey Elford, to talk about the proposal. The Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association is calling on the provincial and federal government for additional drought measures. What do you want to see? Well, you know, we uh, we came out after the, the announcement last time and and uh, they were great first steps when it came to changes on uh, the fur whip program, great first steps on on tax deferral. We'd like to see the tax deferral extended not from one year but, but up to five because this is not going to be a, a one-year fix for a lot of producers. This is going to take a long time to recover from and the tax implications depending on what their operations are going to be. Um, you know, we don't want that to hinder hinder them getting back into the livestock business. Um, on the farm and ranch water infrastructure side, we, we commend the government on on their uh, $100,000 add on, and the 70-30 cost share. One of the things that we need to look at for long-term drought solutions is, is deep wells, and, and deep wells aren't going to support uh, solar systems, and deep wells need power. And getting the power to the those sites is is very expensive, and so one of our one of our asks is that that is included in the Furwit program, so that you know in lots of areas, people have forage and uh, and grass, but they don't have water, and so we'd like to see a sustainable um, solution going forward for for future generations, and that's one of the things that can can make it cost effective and make that happen. Um, we want to see agri recovery triggered if there was anything that was ever going to trigger it i don't see why this uh this drought wouldn't wouldn't come into play and and nobody um nobody wants another loan but low interest uh low interest or no interest loans so that uh producers can can you know manage if they do find some feed or or if they have to sell some livestock and and uh, and get back in in a year or two that there's money available to do that, that it isn't going to put a, such a financial burden on them that it makes it impossible to continue doing business. The other thing, when we're talking about the livestock tax deferral that I'm hearing from producers is that not all areas are, are covered under this initial announcement. And the other concern is the fact that it only covers the breeding herd. And a lot of producers tell me, they're going to have to cull and cull hard. That that is a fact, Gwendolyn, and um, you know that is a, an ask that we have as well, because I know producers that normally overwinter calves that they just don't have the feed for them, and so those animals are going to have to go to town, and and the income is going to have to be taken in a calendar year that they don't want uh, that to happen. And so you know to see it across the board, not just on a specific group of of livestock is is a critical thing for this industry as well. Now, the stock growers have submitted a drought survival proposal to the federal and provincial governments. Talk to us uh, about the ideas that the stock growers have put forward in this proposal. Let's start with the Farm and Ranch Water Infrastructure Program. The Farm and Ranch Water Infrastructure Program, I've utilized it myself uh, several times, you know, developing dugouts and, and wells. But when it comes to a situation like this, uh, we're looking at more expensive development. We're going to have to maybe go deeper um, 
for sustainable water into the future, uh, more pipelines, an enhancement to that program to include power being brought to the the well site, you know, is is uh, would be a huge benefit for for producers because the cost of bringing power in is sometimes almost as much as as the project it, itself, as well as direct paying the contractor from the government so that, you know, you don't have to put all the money out and, and tie up all your all your cash into paying for the project. If the contractor could just submit the the bill to FERWIP and, and have it paid that way, you know, it takes some financial pressure and uh, and accessing funds off the off the producer's back. Now, you also have some ideas around Saskatchewan Crop Insurance Corporation. We're glad with the first steps that they took to raise the limit from 7 to 14 and right off the crops. You know, we need, we need to see an immediate action on, on crop insurance to help livestock producers work with farmers to utilize those crops. And it needs to be timely. Um, you know, these, these crops are burning up at an incredible rate. You know, for livestock producers to take advantage, we need uh, adjusters to get out there, be proactive, and we need the farmers to work with their essentially friends and neighbors so that we can see less of a hurt on the livestock sector in this province. Some of it is going to be unavoidable, but, you know, that's one tool in the toolbox that would that would really help moving forward to, to gain a feed supply. You also had some suggestions around financial management and cash flow ideas for the government. You know, when we talk about the financial uh, options like interest-free loans or, um, you know, low-interest loans, and, and nobody wants another loan going to leave, um, but sometimes that is, that is an avenue that we can, that we can uh, utilize. Be able to access the money that's in agri-stability at, uh, at no, t- uh, you know, not to be penalized uh, by tax to access those dollars. Um, you know, there's some options that are ex- being examined south of the border, um, and we'd like to see some of those uh, ideas utilized up here to uh, to help producers get through one of the most trying times uh, in the industry. Overall, final thoughts, key comments you would like to leave with producers today? When we look at this situation as a whole, um, talking to producers, talking to government, the clear message is, is there is no silver bullet clear solution. We're working hard with our membership. We're working hard with government and, and the government is, is listening to find ways to grow this industry. This is going to be a setback for the cattle industry and we're doing our very best to make tools available to help ride it out. One thing I would like to, to commend this ag government on is the tools that were put in place with uh, the rainfall insurance and the forage insurance and calf price insurance um, and encourage producers going forward to, to utilize the tools that are, that are available. You know, the, the folks that took advantage of, of those are, are going to be able to manage this tough situation because of, because of the tools that were in place and, and they wouldn't be in place if, if the government um, hadn't put them there. And so I would like to commend them for, for having those options available. And, you know, we're working on solutions going forward. Um, it, there's no other way to say it, but this is a tough time. I've been talking with Kelsey Elford. Kelsey is president of the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association. The association submitting a drought survival proposal to the provincial and federal governments. 
for Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Mossler. Thanks, Glendalee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.